What's up, y'all? This is Prince Machiavelli, and you're now tuning in to the Three Count Podcast. By now, if you're hearing this, you already know what this is. This is now entering 201, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you out that mountain called wrestling. But, uh, you know, every time that we do these shows, it's kind of like a wraparound because we bring back our favorite guests and we talk to them about what we got going on since the last time we talked. So it's mm-hmm. never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring? You see this man right here. You can see this man. Uh, well, he's been attached to C3W. He's been attached to EWA. He's been attached to IWA Vintage Pro. He's been attached to TWI. He's been attached to, yeah, what else have we been SWA, around? SWA. SWA, SCWA. Voltage. Voltage. <laughs> uh, we've also been a part of. Uh, Next Up Pro. 1CW. <laughs> yeah, we've been around a lot, a long time. He is my best friend. He's also the muscle of pure ignorance. He is Prince Machiavelli. Push your Prince himself. It's Icy Prince himself. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up, bro, man? So it is. It is fun that we get to do this because I think the last time we did this, uh, we were on Zoom and there was like five of us on mm-hmm. this on the show at the same time. And I was like, man, that is a lot of people to have on the show. So since then, uh, Chaz and I have agreed that we will have at most three or four, <laughs> but only one of us hosting the show. And since that time, I have been the person hosting the shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, great. Chaz has Chaz and friends, but, you know, it's it's me doing it. Well, he gets to just yell. <laughs> he gets to yell. <laughs> Bro, it's been such a long time, right? So three years ago, we did this show, right? Yep. You guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. Prince Machiavelli is now entering the ring. Um, and now here we are doing 201 three years later, and like so much has changed with yes. everything, man. Like, yes. Not just physical locations. <laughs> so now we have three members. Well, yeah, because three years ago, Jace would have just been coming in. So yep. technically, you know, we got a new member. Um, the gang's all back together with the four of us. Yep. Um, one new title, Lawson titles. Won my first singles title. It's true. It's true. All of this in the past year. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> it is a it's a trip though, man. Because like pure ignorance itself, like it's kind of like a, a growing faction. But then with the the yes. one thing I think is different from us compared to let's say like some other groups that are out there uh, is that we legitimately like grew up in the business together right like i know you've been yes. doing you were doing it for a few years before chaz myself and noah all made the jump but like you like once we all kind of got around each other we all just kind of like clicked really quick and then like i mean the family was kind of born i mean we we've all been like a part of the dark arts sorry y'all but uh now we're here like up running and yep. it's, it's just fun because like i mean like i said like i'm, I'm coming up on my fifth year yeah i think you that's are what do you uh, mean? It would be if if I'm going by uh Gene <laughs> Miller, it'd be five to six years. Yeah. So you're you know, you're like a year ahead. And then Chaz mm-hmm. obviously coming into, into his fifth year, Noah coming into his third year. It is yep. it is crazy to think like how much growth has like happened like with all of us in like not just with like the territories that we've gone to wrestle in, but like the character side of things. 
the the wrestling side of things, yeah. storytelling that we're able to do. It's it's so much fun, man, because it's like uh I don't know, it it's it's a more enjoyable journey to do this with your brothers than it would be to do this like with just randos. Like, you know what I mean? Randos or alone. Yeah, definitely. Because when you're and doing it, it alone, I'm telling you, it's 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 what they say is lonely at the top. It is. So it is. But it's funny though because like we all like acknowledge like even though he won't and I'm gonna do it now, uh, we all kind of acknowledge that Chaz is kind of like the front person. Yes, always, always. And he's always like, nah, nah, man. We're we all like contribute in our own ways. Like, shut up, Chaz. You're the one with the microphone, bro. <laughs> like, you know, you're the talker. <laughs> yes, Chaz has. Uh, I love my brother to death. Chaz has a big mouth. He's always had a big mouth since middle school, them dare park days. He's always been loud. He's always been obnoxious. But only I can say that because anybody else says it, you know, stuff is easy. It is 100%. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, like, I'll hit him in different ways. I won't ever talk about, like, hey, man, I know you're just annoying. I just – I'll be, like – I just find other ways to like poke at him and prod at him. I just like getting upset. I feel like we all have like our own ways of like getting Chaz like so riled up that he's like, if if it wasn't for this, I would fight every one of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I do it on purpose, and he knows. I think he knows I do, like uh, certain messages and stuff like that. Or if he wants me to do something, I'm like, oh, that's the day. Like I knew it was that day. I just decided to, especially if it's important. Oh yeah, I love I love when he gets like so riled up that he's just like, nah, man, like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just like, I don't know, bro. You just seem he just gets he gets overly worked. <laughs> um, so let's talk about like some things that have changed, right? Because like obviously you just mentioned, right, Jada Miller, right, being that yeah. was kind of like the first of the. I guess uh, repackages, right? And then yes. we we landed on Prince Machiavelli like three years ago. And then from there, like I remember the first promo you guys cut right with uh for SCWA. And, like, <laughs> yeah. So many people lost their damn minds. Oh yeah. You referred to uh Randy Lawson as a colonizer. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we had all oh, it and it was like our, I think it was like our first that was like around our first match with me and Chaz. Because he wasn't even booked that day. And then that night, he got booked in the main event of SCWA. Yep. And uh, that promo had so many people. I mean, I was getting hate messages. It was it was insane. You can't say that because that's racist. I was like, okay, well. I'd be like, guys, do you guys forget that? Uh, I, I think a lot of people forget that Prince is black. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although, like, people would be like, well, that's racist. Like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, sucks to suck. Uh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> and I remember I remember talking to, to Lawson about it afterwards, too, or, like, even just before, right? And I was like, bro, they fed you so much ammo. The only thing you're locked in on is the – It was one it's, part, it's, yeah. It's the one part. It's the one part where you got called the colonizer. You and all your friends, and your friends were telling you that, well, if you say anything, you're racist. Like, No. He can address everything but that and just skim over it like he didn't even hear it. <laughs> like, I, like I didn't even call him. Yeah, nobody. And he, I, I forget if he even cut a promo. Because no, he never, <laughs> he never did. He never did. He was like, wild. yeah, we had a whole conversation about it. I was like, yeah, man, it's okay. Just cut a promo. Just ignore that part. He was like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm, never did. Never did. Never did. <laughs> I remember too. It was funny because when we were at, uh, so if you guys are trying to figure out when we we're dating this, right? Uh, 
on Saturday when we were at uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. uh, the Wrestling Independent, uh, we talked to Miles, right? Miles was there. And Miles remembered that Chaz's first match was with him. Yep. And he was like, oh, my God, that's right. You were in that match. And SCWA were like, yeah, it was it was him. <laughs> I remember I did the run into because I had just I was still injured and I was coming off of injury to like work. Yeah, it was that that, that was, was a great wild night. Trip. It was a great night. Yeah. I remember those those five hour trips down there. Bruh. Just 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 to get your start. Just to get a start, yeah, yeah. some kind of footage. <laughs> just put it in, just your foot in the door, so you have some some kind of videotape to show somebody. Like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. Get, just give me a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny though because like how things have evolved and changed. Now, like it's we've networked out pretty well, and I think that's yeah. like an important thing. Like, if, if people don't realize, like, you get your match footage right, and you want to pass it off and pass it along, right, and and you want it want it to be good. But it was like something that Eel O'Neill has said to me actually on this program on on two hundred one. He said, "Um, he or no, he didn't say it there. He said it uh, at EWA actually yep. was, uh, last year. He said it. He goes, um, when you go to Netflix, he's like, I'm pretty sure you don't read all of the descriptions to every single TV show. But if your friend came to you and told you to check out a TV show, you check it out. Yeah. And so, I think where it comes with us, right, is that we've been doing this now for a little bit, where we can like have our friends kind of network for us." Kind yes. of like give us the give us the hey you should check out these guys out and then we can slide into somebody's dm and be like hey uh my name is such and such you know i uh, i know this person at that promotion and uh, you know i'd love to come work for you and yes. then they'd be like hey show us your match footage and now we have some actual match footage that we can show off yes and show off skills and sort of challenge like yeah especially this year i feel like this year we've put on a lot of great matches and I've checked off a lot of things on my bucket list. Yeah, it's not every day you see your friend go and hit a sunset power bomb when he's never actually done it before. Never, never <laughs> actually done one. <laughs> just throw it, just whatever. That's something else that uh, I think about too, because like Miles has said it too at the at the same show um, at, at the Wrestling Independent. He was like, uh, "Yeah, sometimes man, you just gotta go for it. Yeah, like, that's how you yep. practice it. You just go for it." <laughs> that you know what? And it was funny because I know you're probably gonna ask this question, like, what advice I would give to somebody. At this point in my career, that would be my advice. If somebody gives you a spot or somebody like I ain't saying go do a, a 630 knowing you can't do no 630, but something as simple as flipping over the ropes for a sunset power ball. No, something as simple as that. Like in that moment, you might be scared, but just go for it. Yeah. It's Don't do like 630s now, but no. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that Will Smith says too. Like um, he was talking about the, the moment he was like skydiving, right? And he yeah. was like, he was like, I, I was so afraid to jump, right? He's like, I was just afraid. He's like, but then I realized on the other side of fear is ecstasy. And so I jumped out the plane. And yes. you know, he, then he was talking about the moment he was kind of and so it's one of those things too. Like you have to like be be uh, have no fear. Like yeah, and trust yourself. Trust yeah. yourself. Trust you've got to trust yourself. Because you've been doing it for a long, like you know, like we we've now like five six years into this now. And we're still we're still figuring things out. We're still learning oh, yeah. tempos, you know, placements and, and matches and stuff like that. And it's something that I I never understood. I never learned right in the first year of like wrestling. Mind you, in the first year of wrestling, I only had like four matches anyway. So I just depended on my vets to kind of like guide me on everything. Yeah. And then in the second time or the second year, 
um, you know, I, I, I looked at guys like Kavad, and I looked at Beastman, and I looked at um, Andino, right, to like, and TJ Sykes, right, to to be the person that guide me and help me and yeah. show me the ropes of like how things are going to get, how I'm going to learn. And also Sicken, right, can't forget him. Um, but they were, they were always there, like encouraging me and helping me and building me up and showing me the ropes and showing me like how to put a match together. And now yes. like, I go back to, I'll go back to Sicken and I'll send him a match. Like, yo, break this down and he'll break it down. And I'll be like, what about this sequence? Do you think I should do A, B, or C? Or should I do like A, A, B, and then something else here? And then like he, I think he thinks it's crazy that like we're now getting into the nuance of like, Building your move set up. Building your move set, and it's about, like I said, it's about trusting yourself, but also like it's a it's a brotherhood or a sisterhood or whatever. It's a family. When when you step into a locker room, you know these are whether you like them, whether you don't like them. These are the people that you have your life, uh, their hands. In, uh, mm, Lord, <laughs> your life in their hands. Right. So you need to set up some type of relationship with them because anything could happen. Yeah. Like I, I trust you to the fullest in a match with me. Like I know if you like, hey brother, go ahead and do your moonsault. I know you'll be there. Yeah. It was well well and it's funny though because like we've actually worked so I mean even so the last time that we were uh did this program right now in Chiring, uh we actually worked a match at IWA Vintage Pro. Yeah. And yep. like it was funny because like we were supposed to be in a tag match, and then we got told like, "Hey, the other t- we found out the other tag team wasn't showing up," and so we're like, <laughs> yeah. All right, "Cool, whatever." <laughs> we'll just remember that conversation when I, I when I called <laughs> when I called Tyro, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, where are you? You know, we have a match tonight." He said, "What match?" <laughs> I'm like, "At the show." He's like, "Ain't nobody told you about no show." So. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that that was that was yeah. a crazy day. But, the, but the we went out there and was, we put out that on that match, man. Yeah, and we put on a banger of a match too. Yeah, that was hyped with us. Um, and it was funny too because like going back to that, going back to that match, right? Going back to that show, um, we you know we had we we didn't even have a problem. Like we just went up to the promoter. We're like, yeah. hey, they're not coming, but we can work the match and we'll we'll put on a banger for you and. Sure enough, like that match, like I remember getting back invited to IWA Vintage Pro right before they yes. closed. I got invited back to work another match, and I got to work with uh, Cade Lothbrock because of it. So to work with a guy, you know, formerly known as Stockade, right? But Cade was the man, and I got to work with yes. him because of because of the match that we put on, and that just showed that he, you know, um, you know, oh boy, I had a lot of trust in, in me. The promoter had had trust in me and was willing to give it uh put it together and i know like he was talking about wanting to bring pure ignorance in up yep. to the point where he was just like all right we gotta close out because we're not we're not doing what we need to be doing i'm like damn it <laughs> i was like i got to work dave doll and Cade, and i want to do and it was all fun and i was having fun like yeah that's usually how it goes uh it's funny too because i still use that gif where like uh i fr- i don't know what i said in the corner i really don't remember but then like you came in with that form and just blasted. so, I, you know what's funny because I've watched the match recently. I had chopped you, but you had yeah. the vest on. Oh, that was right. when you were still wearing your vest. And you know, I'm selling my hand like, ah, oh, oh, that hurt, that hurt. And somebody in the crowd screams, "He's wearing a vest, dummy!" And I was like, "I know, he's wearing a vest." And then I think you just scream, "I'm wearing a vest!" And then I just clocked you. 
And I was watching it back to GIF and I saw like the cell, like my eyes just got like all big. I think that's something like it was funny because um I, I watch a lot of other other wrestlers, right? And the one thing I feel like some wrestlers are like lacking is like just really solid facials, right? And it's yeah. like young wrestlers, but they don't know, and then you teach them and then they kind of get it, right? But some 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 like other wrestlers who are veterans, uh not that I need to put out names because I'm not going to, but um they just they they lack facials like they have like the same expression when they get hit in the face i'm like why are you selling your face punch the same way you're selling your body slam right like, mm-hmm. you, you like something hurts but you're not telling us what hurts you're just like mm. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> i was like i just could imagine like those wrestlers being in the bedroom and like trying to sell their facials that way like mm, yeah keep going <laughs> like, oh, that hurts. No, it's just monotone the whole way like it's so bogus <laughs> so i know wrestlers like that now <laughs> i do i do too that's the problem it's like yo like you gotta have some flavor in like who you are and what you're doing and in the, in, in yes. the character you're yes. developing like so for instance like for prince right prince's goals like when he first started right was he wanted to get all the gold right because that's what yep. he deserved. He deserved. He was a king. He's a prince, right? He's the prince. He deserves. He deserves the golds that need to be given to him. And then, now that like the gold has been obtained in multiple com- companies, what's the new goal for like Prince Machiavelli? Honestly, the new goal is similar to the same one, but with a a better touch. The goal is always to win gold. Goal is always to be the top tag team in the company. The greatest tag team alive, but for Prince personally, it's the goal is to face the best talent in the world. Like I want the Isaiah Wolves, I want the Tyree Taylors, I want the Tiberiuses, the the, the Lalas, I want the the Jared Diaz's, like the guys who have started making a name already for themselves on the independent. Yeah. That's what I want Prince to go after. That's what I want for ignorance to go after. We already had matches against Young Dumb. Just had a match against CMD. You know, we're making a name for ourselves. It's one of those things, too, where I look at, like, how Red Dog has, like, changed and evolved. Like, you know, Red Dog, he came out, and he was really, like, more like this military tactician that wanted to, like, take on the world and, like, just, you know, burn down, like, all like corrupt people that were in the industry but not that the 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 times changed right because it's still kind of his goals but now like instead of being more like stoic and like still faced he's more like energetic more charismatic about things more more having fun with it and 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 i too like when i look at it i'm like i i've wrestled like a lot of like crazy talent that i just didn't think that i would ever be in a ring with and yep. then I'm like, I want more, right? Like, yeah. there's there's all sorts of people out there that I want to work with that I'm starting to learn more about and starting to see. And then, and you know, fortunately but unfortunately, right? Like, I moved out of Maryland. Now you find me in Massachusetts, right? Um, but I still get to travel and go down exactly. to Pennsylvania and and work some of the guys that I'm looking forward to work. But now that I'm up here, I'm like, oh, bro, like. Now I get the opportunity to, if I work hard, right in in the next year or so, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that one on one with Alec Price, right? Because that's yep. the person I want. Marcus Mathers, another person that I'm looking at, right? Looking at Ichiban, looking at 
you know, when you guys start popping up here, working with, you know, Waves and Curls, right? Yeah. Looking at all these, all these top-tier talents. Main event is another person. Yeah, don't worry, Jay Lyons and uh, Midas Black. We know, we see, okay, Hog is definitely on point. Uh, but it's like, I want to work some of these big, big events and, like, work these exactly. bigger-name tag teams and, and work these bigger-name individuals because I'm like, yo, like, these are the things that we're doing that we need to do, right? And And not just that, you also get to learn from someone new. Yes. That's that's the biggest thing. I, and I will I will preach this to the day I die. Learn from as many people as you can when you get into the business. Don't take advice or well, take advice, but don't just use one person's advice. Sometimes one person might have one one thing that they think you should do. Another person might have another thing they think you should do. The whole time you could use both of their ideas together and make this perfect plan. Like listen to everything take what you can yeah it was something that uh brother greatness said uh on on the show right um he was like new ingredients always make new new foods and yep. sometimes you need to spice up spice up your soup right so get some new ingredients in there and i think about that too where i'm like putting my moves my move list together and i'm like thinking about these things that i want to do and where i want to hit sequences that i want to do and not not to be funny man but like i'm yeah, I'm, I'm getting. I'm not. I'm not a spring chicken by any means, but I can still do some of the stuff that like I imagine in my mind. So I'm like, all right, yep. how can I include this in a sequence that would be both either a comedic or b shows people like, oh shit, like he is, he's a mover, right? Yeah, um, he can like, do it. Yeah, one. So I wanted to show off like I had like a, a power game, right? So you know, we saw like in the match over at the Wrestling Independent, I did that stalling German. And just like held it out and brought uh, <laughs> brought Trucker Josh down. Uh, yep. Actually, it was actually a rather soft bump because like for him, like he was just like just riding. He was on the ride. He had nowhere to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was just stuck in midair. Uh, but he came, you know, he came down. And obviously, I did it safely. But it's just something else to show off. And then it's like, you know, I see you like your your German suplex game has improved so much more than where it was because like you and I have gotten together and we were in training and we were working on it all the time and, and building it. Right. It's just been, mm-hmm. it's been funny to see how each one of our characters have evolved and pushed themselves to want to keep doing bigger, better things and work on yes. things that like, you're just not gonna, you normally wouldn't do. Like, I don't know if anybody would have ever seen Prince Machiavelli doing moonsaults off the second rope. <laughs> no. And you know, what's funny. I think I've only done it one time. <laughs> yeah. I know how to do it, and I've only done it one time. Was that Peter? And I missed. Yes. <laughs> and I missed. I remember, like the the nervousness that you had when you were practicing it for the first time. You're like, I'm, I'm so nervous. And you was like, yeah, he was like, just go for it, just do it, just do it. <laughs> and I feel like I've gotten better and better with it each time that I've done it. It's more of a rotation now. Because yeah. used to, I used to just go kind of like sideways, but now I can actually do the rotation. That's where it, that's where it really comes into. It's just like the more you practice something, the better you'll get at it. Yeah. The, the more the more benefits that you're gonna get off of it too. And I think one of the things that like is interesting is that I feel like the the knowledge that I've gained, well, obviously because this podcast, right? It's not a lot of knowledge I've gained like off the podcast. I've been able to bleed into pure ignorance and kind of yes. help guide like some things that are happening or things that are going on or conversations that we're having behind the scenes where it's like, there's like frustration building and stuff like that. And it's, it's like, all right, cool. Well, 
if we want to grow somewhere, we got to network. If we're going to network, yeah. I got to link you guys to somebody else. And we're going to go here. We're going to go talk to this person. We're going to get that person going. And it's it's so crazy to be able to like help watch you guys grow as well as me just kind of like grow and grow at the same time. And I feel like yeah. all four of us have just taken like leaps and bounds beyond where we were. Oh, before. definitely. Definitely. Because how many people do you know are doing what the shooter is doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Winning tag team titles, not just with me, but also with Chad. Mm -hmm. Winning singles titles this year. That that was a big thing on one of my lists was to prove that, you know, I could win my own title. Yeah. And I did that. And I'm proud of myself for that. I feel like this year has been a complete success. We faced talents that, honestly, I never thought we'd be able to face. But people gave us that opportunity to prove that we deserve to be in the spot that we're in. Right. I think one of the other things that was like very proud to see for you guys, right? And it's just like in the past three years, right? Continuously in the past three years is seeing y'all um, make the uh, uh, black wrestlers, the, the black, yes. uh, black excellence uh, wrestlers yes. list. That was so cool because like each year, obviously, you know, the first year it was just you and Chaz because Noah wasn't around. And then the next year you saw Noah and then you see all three of y'all elevate right next to each other on the list as well. And it was just so cool to be like, hey, man, like I'm watching these guys continuously grow and and evolve this game and get better. And it was just it was fun to watch you guys do your thing. Yeah, thank you, brother. And it feels good. It feels good to be recognized for the stuff that we do, you know, do do because it's we, I feel like we work hard. Like Chaz, Chaz used to say this all the time. You might out wrestle me, you might out fight me. You might uh, outdo me in the ring, you might outshine me, but you'll never outwork me. Yeah, I think and it's, that's something we do. And it outwork was that, everybody. That goes back to that goes back to the evolution part, right? Because like when you guys first started, right? And I had told you guys this should be the thing that we do first. We should do it where it's you guys are just street brawlers. You guys are still kind of learning how to wrestle, but you guys are you guys are predominantly street brawlers. And then slowly we're going to insert like some wrestling things like a chain mm -hmm. here, a chain there, or like, you know, some random ass spot here or some random ass spot there. And then tag spots are going to get put into place. And we saw that evolution happen like over the next, over like the, even the last four years, right? This, yep. this year too. Like you guys, you guys have like hit on all cylinders. You guys can do pretty much everything. Yep. And, and, and still doing new stuff. Like, Still pulling out new moves, still thinking of new moves that we could do, um, changing moves that we already have and making them better. That's just some of the things that we try to do. You always want to upgrade, always want to evolve, never want to stay stay stale and, and basic. Yeah, and I think that's one thing too. Where, like, even when uh, you and I were like, even just talking about tagging, right? And we we're at IWA, we were like thinking of moves that we could hit like yep. on the spot that we're like all right this would be cool if we did this what's funny i think one of them we had right was that uh it was the uh, uh the back body drop no i'm sorry it was a it was a, a back suplex into a uh a neck breaker which was, yeah and it was like yo we had like all these cool things and the funny thing was is i was talking about chaz oh i didn't tell you this so this weird reaction i was telling chaz i was talking about how uh we would be teaming, you know, like one time we're going to, we're, we're going to team up a couple times, you and I, and I was like, yeah, I'm going one time, I'm going to pick up somebody in an electric chair and I'm going to be like, Hey, yo, Prince hit him with a blockbuster. He's like, 
Right? We're like, <laughs> off the top rope, let's go. We don't got time. Do it now. <laughs> That's our finisher. Man, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to climb up as fast as I can. I'm going to do the flip, and I'm going to hit the move. Everybody's going to be like, hey, pray, for whoever, pray for whoever uh, is taking it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not feeling bad at first. <laughs> like, yo, it looks so cool. <laughs> but I was like, I was, I think about that. Cause like between Chaz and Noah, you and Chaz, you and Noah, myself, right into the whole mix. Like, well, you have to be like the base. Like pretty much you have to like know everything that's happening. Yeah. And then like, you know, every every element of the team is different, right? Because obviously it's, you know, the OGs with Chaz and Prince. Yeah, and it's, sure. yep. yeah, and it's the it's the uh you know, I think they call it the strike team strike is uh strike force. Strike force, Chaz and Prince and, or Chaz and Noah, and then uh yourself, yourself and Jace. It's, it just big brother, like little brother. Yeah, big brother. I was like uh the cute the cool cucumber with a hot head. <laughs> and then it's just us. It's just the big dudes. Like that's all. It the is. big dudes. They're just yeah. <laughs> the, the big dogs. That's what we are. It, it's it's it. wild, man. Because like of all the things that we've been doing, running as a as a as a unit, it's funny to see like the the ignite like the ignite dogs uh go through like the war games match right or the, yeah like, the gang warfare like that was a lot of fun to do and, and to join up with y'all with. Yes, and like, like, even though we ain't get to do it last year, and I think only you got to do it, the cage match, the EWA cage match, which will be a part of this year, which is terrifying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because uh, we had that. Well, it was funny because, like, the year before that, you guys were in the Eliminator, and yep. I, I forget, I think I had a show, I had to go somewhere else. I couldn't yep. be at that show. And I, oh, I was at, uh, I was at, uh, 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 HW, uh, HWF, uh, and I was wrestling. Yeah, that was there. the year we won it. That's where I won uh, the title at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was where you you won the title there, and then uh, <laughs> I remember like the floor is lava uh, situation. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just wild. Everything that was going on was just so wild. Uh, and then uh, finally, we all get together for the Eliminator last year. Yeah, um, and it was everybody at once. Now this wasn't even just like, and we had with Rico with us, and we, you know, we get to clean house. Uh, I legitimately want to go back in that match. I want to have more time in that match. Uh, Chris, if you're paying attention to this, uh, if you ever have me back in the eliminator, I don't want to be the first one eliminated. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get eliminated? I don't remember. <laughs> How did you get eliminated though? I uh remember I got rolled up by uh was it Logan? No, it wasn't Logan. Logan. It was uh No, it was uh, uh um Jesse O'Ryan, right? Jesse O'Ryan, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes it was. He rolled me up and then uh yeah, and then they got the one, two, three, and I had to uh, beat him down after that, so that way we could eliminate. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was like it's, it's so much fun getting a tag up with y'all because like I feel like my energy level goes to another, it goes up a level, and then like yeah, then you guys all get brought up to another level on top of that because yeah, I remember like being at the at the uh, the warfare match, game warfare, and like Chaz just didn't want to be. I just got locked into like 
just a death zone and I did not want to be bothered and everybody was leaving me alone. And the moment I came out of that curtain and slid under the ring and I saw Mark and I just, oh man, I hit him with the hardest lariat I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I was way too hyped for that. <laughs> yeah, that and that war game match was really good because we got a, this is awesome chant. Um, I think that's when we actually turned good guys. Yeah. And things kind of changed from there. I honestly, from that point, it's when things really started changing. Yeah, no, it was great. Cause I mean, I think I think one of the things that established too is that like at one CW, right, in Delaware, like we were mm-hmm. over. And like yeah. going back going back and looking at it, I remember like I only had worked like I didn't even I had worked like one or two like random matches. Like I was in a tag match randomly and then I was in mostly like battle royales and, and rumble spots. But in that situation, like I was like, you know, I threw myself in a situation that it was necessary for me to be in. And I was like, I want to be a part of like the unit. I want to be in this. And so I like just cut a promo about Carlson being the bulletproof champ. And that's how like I got thrown in the mix. Yep. <laughs> and then everything took off after that. I was like, yo, and then oddly enough, it's funny because I've been told that I'm like the odd person in this group. And I'm like, of I know. But for some reason, I fit. Like I just don't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're the odd member, but it's somehow it works. It just, it just works, and it just makes sense. It's like if you see Red Dog, then you know pure ignorance is around. And if you see pure ignorance, Red Dog has to be somewhere around. Yep. <laughs> and if he's not, you know, he's gonna be next time. Yeah. <laughs> it goes everywhere. Cause it's funny. Cause like you know, next year, right? And we'll we'll kind of, hey, you guys get this as a, as a preview. Uh, we're already talking about being in Connecticut. We're already talking mm-hmm. about being in Massachusetts. We're talking about being in Maine. Um, and then even at that, like maybe some of y'all get to see Ignite Dogs, so international, right? Yep. Well, should say Ignite Dogs because Ignite Dogs should be considered, and I got to talk to Chaz about this too. You guys get to see this live, my thought process of this. Ignite Dogs should be considered like whenever someone's not associated with pure ignorance, but is like, aligned with pure ignorance i feel like mm. that's how it should be because chaz even said to himself like no dude like you're in pure ignorance now like you're you're kind of grandfathered into this now <laughs> like you've been yeah. around us for so long that you're here <laughs> yeah you're a member you're a full-time member at this point because <laughs> i mean we're we're constantly together it's not a time that it, like i said you will not see prince without red dog and if you do don't worry he'll be there soon yep and it's funny because like SWA was like a perfect example because I had moved to Massachusetts and I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, TJ was like, hey, do you do you want to come wrestle on, on uh, Veterans Day? And I was like, of course. And then it came down and then sure enough, there we all are together. <laughs> yep, of course. There we all are together as always. Yep, the brothers are the brothers all running around together. Uh, listen, man, like... Um, so yeah, we was talking about like, you know, advice that you would give to like young rooks and obviously like networking and building a moveset and like kind of understanding your character with these those things. But if you had someone that was like a little bit older in the business, right? What kind of things are you looking for that person to like display so you're kind of like, all right, they kind of know what they're doing or hey man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take the lead on this situation because you clearly don't know what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, are you asking like who would it be for me? No, no, I'm just looking for, like, 
if someone came to you, right? What what would be like the standards you might want oh, to like, for me, it'd be hitting your moves clean. Like, I, I, that's a big thing with me. Um, I already know uh, Chaz is going to say, well, he should have character. But for me, it's always hitting your moves clean and, and making sure that you're, you're crisp in the ring. Like, the, the better you are in the ring is the more eyes you'll be able to get on you. You can shoot a good promo, but if you, you are bad in the ring and you can't really move or you can't really do any movesets, or, that's why I'm constantly adding stuff to my moveset to be different, to show what kind of skills that I have. That would be my big thing or what I'm looking for when I'm looking for the next person. See, and I think for me, it's it's like now I feel like I'm getting to that part where it's like I can like help bring some people along but i'm still like obviously and, and you're always learning right in this business regardless of what yes. like but like I, I can start bringing some people along in the match and i'm looking for like i'm like yo like do you know who you are as far as the character and if you don't that's fine we're not talking about that do you understand your bumps like can you, mm-hmm. can you do them clean right yes and then what's your like what's your what's your what's your go-to what's your signatures right like what's a, a falsy that you like to hit right for me like i i realized that one of the falsies I love hitting is is my DDT spot that I do where it's like the gunshots. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people seem to like that one a lot. And then uh, my spine buster. Like those yes. two are like my big falsies that I love hitting anytime in a match because it's just, it's quick, it's easy, it's fun. And like it gets the crowd involved every time. Yeah, for me, it's just like like a perfect example. I hit the sky high. And I, I think you know this, uh, the sky high and the, the exploder. I was so self-conscious about the Exploder because it was like no one could ever take it right. No one could ever go over everybody always. Uh, I don't want to use the term, but, you know, you know. Um, and it just, you know, it, it used to discourage me. I'm like, yo, I know I can do this move. I know I can perfect it, right? And that's a big thing with me. It's always perfecting my moves, making sure that I hit them clean, crisp, when to the point where people are like, ooh, if you hit that move, like they're coming up to me after the match, ooh, when you hit that move, all I could do was stand up. All I could do was cheer for you. Yeah. I think I think one of those things is it's funny because like, don't worry, I'll say it for you. Some people just like to sandbag because <laughs> like, they're afraid. And it's like it's like, dude, like that's the thing about like wrestling is that you have to have complete faith. Yeah, the person that you're working with, because if you're not, bad things will happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like, um, you know, uh, and it was something with Noah, right? Like, uh, I had worked a match with SWA, right, where I was on the good side and pure ignorance was on the heel side, and uh, I went to hit, I hit the spine buster on Trip, I hit the spine buster on Chaz, and then Noah came in, and as I go hit the no- spine buster on Noah, Noah like put his hand out like to brace yeah like, i knew he did and so i like curled him in real tight and then we went down together and like i brought him down a lot softer and i remember like talking to him in the back and i was like yo don't do that again just put your yeah. hands on my back and just ride it the, the ground is coming regardless mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you think your hands are gonna stop you from hitting the ground it is <laughs> no, not it's gonna make it way worse yeah it's gonna make it way worse 
yeah so i was like yeah don't don't do that and i i tell people that all the time and one thing i i started doing this was something so a lot of people spine busters are are usually they're like when they tell you they talk about like are you do you throw it like Farouk or do you throw it like arn anderson yeah and i tell them i throw it like a mix of both but i never hold on to the the right leg right and there's a reason for it because as i pick you up and i hold you in the air i have my hand on your back and I take my right leg and I sweep out your leg as I slam you down. Well, your left leg, I guess, because when you're hugging somebody, yeah. hold your right leg up. Um, and then I'll sweep your left leg out and we'll go down together. That's not for me. That's for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that you exactly. don't put your head, you don't put your leg down and then you snap your knee or you snap your leg because you were like, oh, I'm gonna stop this force with my leg. Like, no, dude, I sweep your whole leg out and you don't have a chance. You have to go. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You have you to fall your choice. back. <laughs> And that, a lot of the times, that's what I've, I've learned that I had to be is when I'm doing certain moves, not to give the person a choice. You got like, I'm going to make you follow through because you have to follow through. It's, it, if, it, if you don't feel comfortable with something, say that in the back. You know what I'm saying? Because once we're out there, we're out there, we're working, bro. And if you want to call something on the fly, you want to, you know, that's fine. But when we get to a certain point, it's like, you can't really go back, bro. You can't be like, oh, no, I'm scared. And then look at you. Now I done dropped you on your head. Yeah. Or now you done, no. Or <laughs> you just, the moment comes and you just like freeze and you try to stop. And then the other person just throws you. And then you just, yep. you, you pretty much pile drive yourself like into the mat. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because like you, like you hit a lot of moves safely. And it's just weird that a lot of people are like, nah, 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 I, I don't want to take that. I'm not going to take that. I can't do that. And then, you know, people get freaked out. And oh, they get, oh, what happened? Oh, you got switched. That's what, what happened. So the screen went black and it switched you out. Hold on. I can't hear you. So log out and log back in. Technical difficulties. bet so three two one yeah it's weird man because like i i've been watching you for for years and you hit moves clean it's, it seems like just people are like afraid to take moves because they don't trust themselves mm -hmm. versus not trusting you they don't trust themselves it's like you have to trust your own body you gotta trust your body to do what it's gonna do i think you said it best to me when i was trying to learn to do a move so <laughs> you just gotta go for it <laughs> And then it's like uh, when you're, I I feel like once you start going for it, you start learning, you start to build your own confidence up, and then like mm -hmm. you can amplify that like with everything else that you're doing, right? I think one thing that a lot of people forget to, outside of just like building confidence to yourself, is like when you when you're working with other people, you got to build chemistry, right? Like yeah. you gotta you gotta have conversations with people, you gotta talk to people, you gotta you know talk to like talk to them but like you know sit back and pick their brain a little bit about what they what they do in the business and how they figured it out because 
if you don't do those things, like you can go out there and you're probably gonna have like a stale ass match, ain't it? So, yeah. Like, who yeah. wants to do that? Exactly. And and that's the biggest thing. Building trust, building confidence with somebody. Um like perfect example me and Chaz. Um we had no ways perfected or, or upgraded our moves. I remember when I was first doing the little Miz line into the corner with him. I was following him into the corner. I think one day I would just I don't know. I think I was just, was I mad at him? I might have been mad at him and just tossed him. I might have just been mad at him and tossed him. But it ended up working. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we should do it like that from now on. So who knows? It is funny that you, like, yeah, I think you you were upset with him. I forget what happened, but, yeah, you just darted him into the court. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember getting the phone call, like, afterwards, and he was just like, bruh, Prince is like, Lawn darted me into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I was even mad at him. I was mad at our opponents, but either way, I just kind of just launched them, just tossed them, and it ended up being that that oomph that that move needed. <laughs> but it, yeah, and like you said, it, it it was like a happy accident that worked out because, like at yeah. the end of the day, right? Uh, you know, you and I and and Chaz and, and Noah, we've all developed like this this team chemistry that we can kind of like go in, call something, hit it, and then just walk away from it. Like yep. everybody will be like, yo, have you guys been teaming for a while? Like, no, not really. <laughs> like it's a few times, but yeah, I think like, cause you know, we worked at trios match uh, also in EWA in Harvard. Yes. Yes. And, and poor Noah was a ref. <laughs> he didn't have a choice. Oh but, yeah, we messed and we messed with him the entire time. The entire time we just messed with him. But I think it was just it was fun though cuz that was like really like the first time that us we us three got to work as a trio and mm -hmm. then we learned some lessons from that match too, right? Because like, you know, we got kind of stuck doing like the unicorn unicorn stomp that like yes. the new day hits. But then we like learned like oh, we can we can actually mess with some things and have yeah. And hit some hit some big big things that are gonna be fun to do. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah, that match we were, I wouldn't say we were afraid, but we were like, what can we all do that would make sense? And Chance was like, well, let's just do the unicorn stomp stampede. And I was like, okay, but I feel like we could do other things. And I think Andino was the one that pulled us to the side. He was like, nah, y'all are too talented to be taking stuff that you see on TV. He's yeah. like, if you're going to do that, make it into your own. Yep. And see, like, now, like, we can actually kick back and look and be like, all right, what would we hit? Because, like, I think yep. one thing that I, I, I want to try, right, is, so I love hitting that shoulder block sequence, right, from where it's, like, shoulder block to form, and then I would sweep out a person's leg and then hit them with a euro, right? Instead, mm -hmm. now, what it could be is I could come in, hit the shoulder block, move, you would hit with the form, and then... I could roll back, grab chest, and then throw him long dark. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> or vice versa, right? Like you come in, are you going with the shoulder block? I hit him with the form. I move out to, or I hold him in the place, and then you just long dart chest into into our opponent, like right in the corner. I think that's just that just now we're all like playing with the the everybody's move sets at the same time. Yeah. And then Chaz gets out of the way, the person falls to the ground. Boom! I come in with the euro. Yeah, <laughs> or you coming with a cannonball? Like even better. <laughs> Everybody gets. Yeah, it's all about knowing your like your moveset, man. Honestly, because the more you know, the more you can do. 
Cause now I, you know what? You just reminded me that I did cannonball, and I haven't done that in over a year. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like, "There we go!" Like, there's a whole, there's a whole sequence that we just came up with on the fly. <laughs> I just think there's like there's so much fun stuff that we would actually love to hit and work yes. to do. And now, you know, we're starting this this little faction is starting to like take off and take flight. So yeah. let me let me ask one question before we wrap all this up, right? What's one of the biggest lessons that you've taken away so far from the last time that we did this show? Um, one of the biggest lessons. Um, well, you know, when I got injured, that was like a really down time for me because uh, I had gotten so far and it was a lot of big matches coming up. And I just felt bad because I was like, hey, you know, I had messed up my shoulder, couldn't even lift it. And I had to learn this. This was the big lesson I had to learn, which was patience and trust, because I had to trust that my partners could hold up their end. And they did. They definitely did. Um, but I had to trust that they could hold up their end as to keep me relevant and to keep me around, like keep me. What's the word I'm looking for? Keep me a part of the program. Yeah. didn't leave me out they, they 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 still kept me with all the ideas kept you know brought all the ideas to me included me inclusion all of that so that was one of the big lessons trust and and, and patience yeah i like that those that's those are two big things because like if if anything the theme of this show right has really been about trusting yourself trusting your trusting your opponents trusting your partners and then you know I like I like the idea of like knowing that you have to be patient, right? Like mm -hmm. all good things are gonna come in time. Like you have to still work for them. Like don't get that wrong. But oh, yeah, like yeah, they they'll they'll come. Just keep grinding away, and they'll they'll come too, right? It's, it's been it's been wild to be on this journey with y'all for the for the last couple of years, and then just yeah. like watch everything kind of explode because there's still some teams out there that we're looking for. Okay, that we still want to face. Yeah, <laughs> that are ducking and dodging. I mean, they can duck and dodge all they want, but it's only a matter of time. Like I'm trying to get out to the West Coast Lights Camera Faction. I know mm -hmm. you pay attention to the show, so yeah, we're definitely looking like to get out to the West Coast and uh, mix it up with a couple couple bigger groups out that way. For sure, for sure. But uh, hey, man, so we're gonna wrap this up with uh, my other favorite game that I love to play on the show, right? Which is called Pin Submit DQ, or as most people will know this, you know, fuck Mary Kill. But we're just gonna do it with the wrestling side of things. So I'm gonna throw out uh, three subjects, right? And you got pin okay. one, submit one, and DQ one, okay? So gotcha. let's go with uh, so we're gonna go we'll start with a new day, right? Uh, Biggie. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Pin. Who are you gonna pin? And who are you gonna submit? And who are you gonna DQ? Oh, okay. All right. I would pin Big E. Submit Kofi. DQ Xavier. See, I, I figured you say you can see I just, it's, it's it's big meaty man slapping meat. That's what you want. <laughs> big meaty like, man. <laughs> yeah, big meaty man slapping meat. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move. Uh, Vegeta, Goku, and Gohan. Pan Vegeta. Submit Gohan. DQ uh, Goku. Goku. <laughs> Just 
Smashing that dude with a chair. I don't care. Instantly, I'm hitting Goku with a chair. Yeah. Goku don't know how to stop. No. So if I DQ, yeah. I could I could break I, I think I could break Vegeta's spirit. I don't think I could uh <laughs> it's like how has he pinned the, the prince of all Saiyans? <laughs> yeah. Like not Prince Machiavelli over Prince Vegeta. That's what happens. <laughs> uh last one, right? So we're gonna go with uh Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Captain America. Mm. I'm DQing Cap. I don't I don't like Cap. You already know y'all already know my, my, my thing with Cap. Uh Submitting Spider-Man because that would be really hard to do, but I'm gonna I will try and uh pin Iron Man. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, I like it. Well, the last thing is I just need you to let all of our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Uh you can find me on Instagram at X underscore Prince Machiavelli underscore X on uh IG and then on Twitter, P Machiavelli. Those are really the only two social medias that I actually use. On Facebook, all you want to see is just me sharing stupid videos because that's all I do all day. <laughs> you can also find him on TikTok at uh, Pusha P. Yes, uh, Pusha Prince on yeah, TikTok. Pusha Prince. And he, he rarely ever puts anything on ever. TikTok. Yeah. I In used fact, to all the time. Now I just like, I don't know. I just started. They, they got this auto feature and I, I hate it now. Yeah. I used, I started I started doing it now. Like redoing it because like I've had more clips to show from like the show and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I started posting more stuff back up there. But yeah, for a long time, like I even slowed down. All I was posting up there was Red Dog Start of the Day. And, like, yeah, it was like I don't know. They started doing this auto like auto where they would edit the video, auto editing videos, and I hate it. I hate it. I like putting my own stuff and doing my old edits on it. And I felt like I was getting more views doing that than than y'all just doing it for me and just be like here. There you go. Take this. Do Be happy video. with that. <laughs> Be happy with that. Yeah. Enjoy. We'll put How dare you want to edit? Worry. Yeah. How dare you want to edit? Just take these, this zoom in and, and this music and be happy with it. Just hit send. Just hit, just hit send. Then try to thank us later for the three views that you have. Yeah. <laughs> <The> three views. <laughs> this is not even the sound of the day, but this is what you're going to get. This is what you're going to get. You don't even get you wanted uh you want to catch a fade? No, you get catch a beat. That's what you yeah, get. <laughs> that's all you get. All right. Well, like every great part of a wrestling match, we gotta take this home because this is now entering 201. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. But like every good shepherd, which I like to think I am, it's never about me, it's about who's entering ring. So who's entering ring? You see the guy right there. The pusher himself, Prince Machiavelli, and you guys know what to do. Yes. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you're legitimately following us on all of our social media platforms. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're even listening to us on Amazon Music because we're there too. Or you're checking us out on iHeartRadio or whatever their stupid jingle thing is. You're <laughs> even telling your friends about us. You're telling your families about us. You're telling your pets about us. You're telling your enemies about us because we love haters too. So doing all that stuff you're buying our merch or you're really just you know waiting for this out uh waiting for this episode to end waiting for the outro mm -hmm. and then you're choosing another episode to listen to mm -hmm. kawaii what's going on three count nation i'm clifford red talk miller with the catchphrase
But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.